Hello and welcome to Another Plain Truths and this week we're going to be asking are pilots from a military background better? Joining me as always to answer that highly controversial question is the legend that is Captain Al. Hi Captain Al. Uh, good evening. I'm absolutely dreading asking this question. Uh, this one has come in from Tony S. And the tweet that I received yesterday afternoon is uh, essentially, are pilots from a military background better? <laughs> okay, so you can take a, a deep breath and relax. Okay. Uh, because I don't see this as a controversial subject at all. Right. First of all, pilots are pilots. And aeroplanes are just the tools that we utilize to demonstrate our skills. Now, quite clearly, military pilots require a different skill set to civilian pilots. And there are also different roles in the military. So I'll just roll off a few. You've obviously got the fast jet fighter guys. Then you've got the transport guys. And you've got those weird ones that fly those helicopter things. <laughs> uh, those things from Hogwarts, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's have a, a look at some aspects of that. Now, first of all, I can't speak on authority on this subject because I've never been a military pilot. But what I can talk about is my experiences in dealing with ex-military pilots. So quite clearly... If you are a fast jet pilot, you are used to operating at high speed with quite aggressive maneuvering tendencies. So lots of G pulling and quite sort of combative by nature in how you operate the airplane. That's what it's designed for. It's designed to be thrown around the sky. Nobody in first class on an airliner will thank you for pulling 8G at 400 miles an hour. <laughs> in some sort of weird Top Gun manoeuvre. Okay? That just is not acceptable. It's not going to be tolerated. And equally, when defending, you know, Queen and Country, sat there, you know, straight and level, having a, you know, a cup of tea and eating your chocolate hobnob is not going to win you the war. Right. So very, very different skill sets. So let's have a look about how military pilots cope in the civilian world. So... Quite often, military pilots have difficulty in adapting. They have no problems with the flying aspects because that's common to us all. We, you know, we all know, you know, push the stick forward, cows get bigger, pull the stick back, cows get smaller. That's the same across all of it. One of the areas that quite often is, a, is an issue is the aspects of being a commercial pilot. So things like passenger handling and all of the protocols, phraseology that we have. I'll come back to phraseology again in a minute, and just the basic mechanics of being an airline pilot. Another issue that some of the military guys have is that if they were single-seat fast jet, they're not used to working as part of a team, as a two- or three-crew team, very, very rarely three-crew these days. So when we look about how an aircraft is operated in a civilian airliner capacity. The whole thing is designed for two pilots. Yes, you've got a captain and a co-pilot, first officer, senior first officer, whatever. But we work together very much as a team. Now, the way that the dynamics work in fast jets, whether it be single seat especially, 
or slightly less so in a two-seat aeroplane jet um, jet fighter is that the roles are quite different. You don't have two pilots in a military fast jet. You'll have like a navigator in inverted commas, but actually a systems operator, the warfare guy. And then you've got the guy who is flying the aeroplane to get you there to set off the bombs and rockets or whatever. We have two pilots working together. So one of the problems that some of the military guys have is that of adapting to that kind of environment. Right. So I don't want to be unduly negative on the ex-military guys. So what are they good at in the civilian world? Well, first of all, they're good pilots. Secondly, they're very good at dealing with things that have been talked about quite a lot recently, which is dealing with upset recovery, because a lot of their training is at the edge of the envelope, you know, pushing it to the limit, the Top Gun type stuff, which we don't do as commercial airline pilots unless things go horribly wrong. So they're very good at doing that because they have practiced and practiced and practiced these sort of things so that the recovery techniques become instinctive. We in the civilian world have had some upset type events, so we're doing more and more training so that the responses can be instinctive. We've also talked a lot about basic flying skills being eroded in uh, civilian aviation, and, and that's true because, uh, you know, truthfully, if you're flying 900 hours a year, you're going to be using a lot of automation because you can't hand fly an aeroplane for 900 hours a year. And the military guys, even in, you know, full active role, don't do anywhere near that amount of flying. You know, they're lucky if they get, you know, a handful of hours in each week. So it's very, very, very different in that sense. Let's have a look about do civilian guys work well in the military, the, the reverse of what we've talked about. And yeah, funnily enough, we've got the same basic skills. So yeah, you can take someone who used to fly airliners and go and put them in the military. Typically, it tends not to be the fast jet roles because that's a bit of a young guy's thing, to be truthful. And, uh, you know, the other aspect is, why would you want to take a huge pay cut and go and fly for the military? <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's it's not the double-edged sword that I feared then, essentially. It's, at the end of the day, they have to do exactly the same qualifications as you, regardless of their background. So as long as they've passed those qualifications, they are you're, you're more than happy to have them sat next to you in the left seat, essentially. Uh, absolutely. What we have to do when, when ex-military guys uh, come to the civilian airliners is we have to take some of the rough edges off. So, <laughs> um, so as, as an example, and I said to you, I'd come back to phraseology. In my experience, uh, a lot of the ex-military guys aren't too good on RT phraseology. Now, a lot of the time for them, it's kind of irrelevant because they're speaking to other people who speak the same language. Whereas, of course, for us, we're lucky English is our mother tongue, but now we're talking to Spanish ATC, Italian ATC, Russian ATC, Chinese ATC. So the phraseology has to be spot on. So that's one area that uh, often they get, they get picked up on. And also just the whole uh, dynamic of operating in a commercial environment. 
The military isn't around to make money, it's around to spend money, whereas in commercial flying, we're only there to make money. <laughs> and on that bombshell, that's a perfect place to end. As always, Captain Al, many thanks. It's a pleasure.